Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. John Boer, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Radio Harambe. I am here with my lovely co-host, Christina. Say hello. Hi. And we are going to talk a little news today. Um, We haven't done a news show in quite some time, so we're going to do one, although not a lot of news has been going on. We are getting close to Earth Day, so we're going to talk a little bit about what they're doing for Earth Day and maybe what we would like to see them do for Earth Day. But before we delve into this week's episode, or this this episode, I want to remind you to go to our Tee Public store and um, purchase all the t-shirts that are made by, uh, designed by uh, my lovely wife, Christina. Uh, there are amazing designs. There's uh, Sana, uh, Satuli Canteen, uh, yeah, what's another good one? Joe Rohde's Masks and Beads. I added four. I didn't tell you I added. <laughs> oh, you added some recently? Which ones did you add? Um, the Merry Menagerie. Okay. Um, the Kayak Tours. Okay. Uh, the Wildlife Refuge. Oh, okay. The Harambe Wildlife Harambe Refuge. Wildlife I like that one, too. You showed me before. I didn't realize you released it, but I did like that one. one. But... Yeah, no. All right, so go out there, purchase. I, I think people need to know. I have a ton in store, and Mike is always like, no, 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 don't put them out. Don't put them out. And these ones, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put them out. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. And um, so go on there, check them out, uh, purchase some T-shirts. I could tell you that all of the proceeds, we don't keep a dime. It's all going to conservation, and currently it's going to uh, Red Panda Conference, uh, Conservation. I believe it's the Red Panda Network that we're donating to, and I know we just made a donation to them this week uh, based upon shirts that were sold. So keep them coming. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you very much. I'm sure the Red Pandas thank you too. Um, and we will keep going with Red Pandas. Of course, of course, you know, recently Disney released Turning Red, uh, which got fairly positive reviews from what I saw. Um, it was released on Disney+. Plus. But, um, you know, some new things are coming to Disney+, Plus, uh, animal-related, and we'll get to that in a second. But um, go check out our T-shirts. It's our Public store. You can get them on. The link is on my uh, Twitter, at John Borvey1. Uh, my Instagram, which is at Safari underscore Mike, at Dave's Instagram, at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And there's links to it. Check them out. Purchase. And money will go to help save red pandas. But now let's talk a little bit about news. And uh, we're going to start with something extremely small and really not that big of a deal at all. But for the fans of Chester and Hester's store in Dinoland, the toy train that circles the top of your uh, above your heads is back and fully operational at Chester and Hester's uh, toy store. I don't uh, think the- I've ever noticed that. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a toy train. There's a track that goes above uh, the center of the store, 
And, you know, there's usually dinos sitting on them and stuff. Oh, I still have little kids that are in the age of trying to grab everything off the shelf. So I'm fairly distracted if I go in a store. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I mean, they are, they, you know. As, but as, I don't think I've ever noticed it. How long has it been down? Oh, it's been down for a little while since pre-COVID. But, um, okay, well, <laughs> but, there you go. Um, it is back and fully operational. Perhaps a little bit more uh, important is Finding Nemo the Musical will be coming back. Disney has only said it's coming in the quote-unquote coming months, but it is going to be an edited version of the show, and it's a new name. It's no longer Finding Nemo the Musical. It's Finding Nemo the Big Blue and Beyond. I personally am not a huge Finding Nemo the Musical fan. It's fine, but of all the shows, it's probably my least favorite, and I'm not sure what you think. Bring back Tarzan Rocks. I love Tarzan Rocks. That was a show. <laughs> Tarzan Rocks. And before that, Journey to the Jungle Book, you probably never saw that. That was there in 1998 and for like a couple of years before they went over to Tarzan Rocks. But I even have pictures from uh, the uh, Journey to the Jungle Book. Um, Tarzan Rocks was a different show. And I know you love it. I did. <laughs> we even, do we have a T-shirt released on that one? I know you were working on one. one. I don't know if I ever yeah, released right. it. Again, you make me hold back the t-shirts. <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of them. <laughs> also uh, opening soon um, is the Adventurer's Outpost. A lot of people may not know what the Adventurer's Outpost is, but it is that building right across the entrance from It's Tough to Be a Bug where you can meet Safari Mickey and Safari Minnie. Character meet and greets oh. are coming back in the, the next couple of months. Camp Minnie Mickey. Right, yeah, when they took out Camp Mini Mickey, they put that little building, they built that little building next to Flame Tree Barbecue so that you can meet uh, Mickey and Minnie in that little hut. I did that uh, once or, I, I know at least once, maybe twice when my kids were younger. I don't know, did you ever do that, go in there? I remember going to Camp Mini Mickey. Oh, sure, Camp Mini Mickey, but the but Adventures Outpost? Yeah, I did that I once or twice when my kids were young, when it first opened. Um, now they, of course, I have a son that can't really sit in the lines that characters have. I gotcha. And if they have to go in, which does happen a lot in Florida because they are, they're only allowed to be out for so long due to the heat, uh, they lose it. So (laughs) speaking of changes to the show, um, when the festival of the Lion King came back after COVID, it was, uh, abbreviated and a couple of things that they didn't have, which are. To me, two of the best things of the show were the tumble monkeys and the the uh, bird dancers, the ones that oh, fly yeah. up in the sky. They are returning this summer. Oh, good, good. That makes me happy. Yeah, so the show, uh, you know, it got edited for COVID. I'm not sure what the reasoning was other than to not have to pay uh, as many performers. But it was edited when they first brought it back uh, to reduce length. And I think it's going back. Speaking of reducing length... Kite Tales is also changing. In uh, by the end of May, it's going to have more shows of shorter duration and less, uh, more of just sort of like a walking by and check it out for a second kind of feel to it. You don't have to go in the theater. There's going to be no people walking around with kites, which they currently have. It's going to be all on the water. So if you're on the bridge or just walking around, you can just stop and watch it for a few minutes. It's becoming less. Currently, there's six shows a day. It's going to be more frequent. And quicker shows, but that's. I I haven't seen it, yeah. so I don't know. I don't know if I'd like it. 
Yeah, I mean, I think there, there it, it seems like it's going to be more of a uh, Tree of Life Awakenings where there's just like every few minutes, you know, something happens and they'll just, you know, drive the kites out onto the water. And if you happen to be there to see it, so be it. I'm not even sure if you're going to be able to know when the exact schedule is. But that is uh, coming soon at the end of May. Kite Tales will be edited. Now let's move over to the Animal Kingdom Lodge. One of my favorite restaurants, um, and I don't think you've ever actually been to Sanaa, correct? No, you have not. Right, you have not no. been there. Uh, it's one of my favorites, and they're changing the menu. They're no adding more bread service. The bread service will never be gone. <laughs> bread service is extremely popular and quite delicious, by the way. I know you have a problem with the terminology bread service, but it is a very good, uh, very good food. <laughs> Do you want to say what your problem with bread service is or no? No, I've said it before. All right. <laughs> I don't need meat. They're changing. There's going to be a couple more slow-cooked dinners to join the butter chicken, which you can get. They're going to have a pork vindaloo and a Zanzibari vegetable curry, which will be now oh. uh, part. They're also taking part on the sustainable seafood initiative that Disney has been a part of, and they're adding a white fish and a, mang- it's a mango marinade topped with tamarind coconut gravy. Does that sound good to you? Like, do you like white fish? I am I not do. a fish person. Okay. I do. Uh, they're also going to do a pork shake. They're going to, which is this sounds right up your alley, is braised in cloves, nutmeg, and allspice. Well, yeah, that is up my alley. Yeah, I was like, pork shakes aren't up my alley, but those spices definitely yeah. are. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, they're, they're changing the menu a little bit in the coming coming days. You know, all the favorites like butter chicken and the tomato soup and the bread surface will all still remain at Sanaa. But there's some new options for you if you want to give that a shot. I love Sanaa. It's one of my favorite restaurants in all of Disney World. So, you know, by all means, go check it out. Also at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, they, are per- they have started putting in at Jumbo House, I believe, new interactive TVs where you can sync your phone to it. You could check out Disney Plus on it, all this kind of stuff. A couple of the hotels have gotten the interactive TVs. Animal Kingdom Lodge, I believe, is the third hotel now to have these interactive TVs. To me, when I'm in Disney World, when I go back to the hotel, I'm not really watching TV. But, you know, younger kids might. Well, I mean, if you think, so right after we got married in November, we did a very short trip to Disneyland. Right. And... I have a son who gets overstimulated. Um, he's autistic, so uh, we had to have breaks, and we would go back and try to put on something. But the, they they had the smart TVs, and they weren't working right. Yeah, I mean, whatever. But <laughs> techn- technology and Disney just sometimes aren't. <laughs> yes, we all know about the, my Disney experience <laughs> and all the you know the the uh, craziness that happened there. Um, another thing returning after it was gone for COVID is the Starlight Safari. Um, you can start booking them. They are starting actually on April 22nd. So only in about, a, as of the recording of this, about two weeks. Uh, the Starlight Safari, for those who don't know, is the safari that you actually do at the Animal Kingdom Lodge at night. And sometimes if you're staying there, you'll sometimes see like a flatbread truck with like 12 or so guests sitting in it, and they're driving around the safari at night using night vision goggles, et cetera, et cetera. This um, is coming back now. It's been gone for a couple of years since the whole COVID thing, but it is coming back in a couple of weeks. I've actually never done this particular safari. I've done other ones. Ask if you had. No, I've never done this one. Um, maybe, maybe the next time I'm there, I'll try it out. 
you have to be at least eight years old to do it. So, you know, we can't go for a couple of years until uh, your youngest hits Are eight. Are you kidding me? You go without me all the time. No, no, no. I know. I'm talking about us, though. I'm talking about us. <laughs> and it's $89 a person, just for people who are interested. Well, it's about an hour at now night. I have birthday and Christmas ideas. <laughs> there you go. So uh, Starlight Safari is coming back April 22nd, but you can go on there. If you're, if you're going um, sometime after April 22nd, you can book it now. So... Can you only see things with the night vision goggles? Because I've done no. where you go to Zima, and I've seen, and I've looked around with the night vision goggles. It's kind of cool for the technology, but it's not like super detailed. So, yeah, no, you. I mean, you could see you could see stuff without the without the night vision okay. goggles. They drive around slowly. They got the headlights. You know, the, okay. the you know the giraffe will come over and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't have to be night vision goggles, but I believe they give them to you if you want to check it out. Do people like it? I mean, have you heard good things? I, I've heard relatively good things. I mean, $89 for an hour doesn't seem too bad, um, Disney prices-wise. Well, is it like that one where they hook you up on the ropes and stuff and you get breakfast afterwards? Oh, no, 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 no. The Starlight Safari oh. is just one hour on the truck. That's it. That's it? Oh. On and off. Yeah, well, I no. guess, you know, if you are someone that frequents there and it's it's something new and different to do. Yeah, I would probably try it. I'm, I'm, the Wild Africa Trek, which is what you're talking about, yes. is 300 bucks. And uh, that is like a half a day event. You said that you, depending on when you go, you either get lunch or breakfast on the safari and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but anyway, and that's coming. That's back to Wild Africa Trek. It is. Yes. Now let's talk about Earth Day. There are a few things uh, that are happening at Disney's mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom. That, well, uh, no, no babies that I know of, other than they recently the rhino that we talked about. A couple of episodes ago, when we were doing the year in review, was born is out on the savanna now. Oh, so the, it's a white rhino, so you could see. I think it. Well, we I, that's a, that, so they can go and look for true, the baby. True, true. So the baby's out there uh, for the white rhino. That is true. So um, other things for Earth Day, uh, which of course is April twenty second, and for those of you who uh, frequent this show, you'll know this, but some of you might not. That is actually also Animal Kingdom's birthday. Disney's Animal Kingdom was opened on uh, April 22nd, 1998. So that makes it 24 years old. Started in April. Um, And they often would open things uh, on uh, Earth Day or around Earth Day. um, That kind of thing. Oh, by the way, I I forgot to mention one thing because I didn't write it down. I just saw this. Expedition Everest, which was supposed to open up at the end of this month, April, um, looks like it's going to be delayed even more. It's been closed since January 4th, I believe, or first week of January sometime. It originally was going to be open in March. They then pushed it to April 30th. And now if you look on their website, they've removed the language that says it'll be open by April 30th, which leads many people to believe that it might be closed longer than that for refurbishment but we will keep you posted on that it is still down but anyway back to earth day they're refurbishing the yeti of course not (laughs) if they were going to refurbish the yeti you would they would announce that uh immediately that's number one and number two if they were going to refurbish the yeti from my understanding that would take probably a year to do because um for those who don't know the Expedition Everest is actually three different structures. It's the um, track itself, number one. Number two, it is the um, 
mountain, you know, the building, the, the surrounding of it. And number three is the Yeti itself. And two, and the Yeti apparently cracked at the base due to the, the, the crazy movements that it was doing when it was early on. So they would have to refurbish the whole thing. They'd have to, you know, remove stuff to get in there and blah, 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 blah. So my understanding is if they ever actually do refurbish and fix the Disco Yeti, it will take many, many moons to do that, probably over a year. Anyway, so that's the, what's going on with Expedition Everest. Now, with Earth Day, and Disney's actually calling it Earth Day Week, it's going to start on April 22nd and go through the 24th. There are a few things they're doing. At Conservation Station, which we talked about on our last episode, mm -hmm. they are doing a special, you know how they do the uh, animated, uh, I forget what they call it, but where you sit there and you learn how to draw animated, uh, the animated characters. They're going to use Disney characters, but they're going to have real life animals as inspiration. I'm not sure what that means, but apparently they're incorporating real life animals into the drawing bit for uh, Disney's animation experience out there. So like they bring in an iguana? Maybe. I'm not sure. I mean, there are animals. Certainly, They certainly have plenty of animals that they can handle. Porcupines, iguanas, things like that. Uh, so that's possible. They even have an aardvark they could bring that in, too. Um, there's a special, and I know you're going to like this, a special Earth Day 2022 badge for wilderness explorers. Yeah. <laughs> My son does love the wilderness explorers. So. Yes, he does. And we've talked several times about how they should... I mean, I think... For each and every one of the holiday, you know, what we would do for a holiday, we would always say a special <laughs> Earth Day or a special uh, holiday badge for wilderness explorers. So they're doing it for Earth Day. Number three, there's a special Disney character cruise. Even though we are still, you know, we're starting to bring back Disney characters, at least for the short term foreseeable future, they're going to still do the boat rides around the Discovery River so that you could see. Uh, characters from the from the boats you'll be on land and you you know wave to them on the boats they're doing special ones for earth day no idea what that means i don't know uh you know what, what characters they're busting out for earth day earth day week but they're doing special disney character cruises there's going to be a special disney photo op uh with the my photo whatever the photo thing is called that photo pass whatever it's called um you know how you could sometimes you, they'll You'll have a person taking a picture and you're supposed to be doing a funny pose. And when you get it, there's like Tinkerbells in your hand or something like that. Um, they're actually doing one with Wally. Because Wally, I mean, Wally doesn't immediately, you don't immediately think Disney's Animal Kingdom when you watch Wally. But the whole idea of Wally is conservation. Yes. So it is, uh, it's actually. happens if you don't participate in conservation. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, so you'll be able to uh, get a picture with Wally uh, using the photo op. A uh, couple of more things. They're doing a special Earth Day 2022 pin. If you're interested, if you're still well, one of those pin people. Mm. I know there are still pin people out there, although the, I, it's not as crazed as it was, you know, 10, 15 years ago. They still sell the pins and people still love them. So I, I was never a pin person, were you? My mother was. Ah. We would have to sit there every time she passed the cast member. To do the <laughs> training thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was. See what they have to see if you can get it? Mm -hmm. Okay. As is often the case with Disney, there are specialty cupcakes for Earth Day week. There is a flamingo cupcake, which, of course, was pink and, you know, has a flamingo, plastic flamingo in there. Is it 
Uh, it might be chocolate. I'm not even sure. And there's a honeybee cupcake. It actually looks pretty cool. I mean, I have no interest in these cupcakes, but it looks kind of cool. And finally, last but not least, the sand sculpture is now uh, for Disney's Polar Bear, which, uh, for you th- those who you don't know, Disney Nature usually, usually releases their film on Earth Day as well, and this year is no different. And this year's uh, Earth Day movie is Polar Bear. So you'll be able to follow the exploits of a baby polar bear in the high Arctic. And they're doing a sand sculpture of the polar bear there. That's a good one. Everyone loves polar bears. Polar bears is a good one. habitat is shrinking. (laughs) It's shrinking and it's beautiful. And uh, I I think it's absolutely gorgeous. However, it's not one that necessarily everybody would want to go see in person because it's freezing cold including the person sitting next to me who thinks 75 degrees is freezing cold. Um, anyway, so that's what they're doing for Disney's Animal Kingdom, uh, for Disney's Earth Day uh, at the Animal Kingdom. And we thought maybe we could talk a little bit about what we would like to see in Animal Kingdom for Earth Day. And I'm going to go first because my idea is not nearly as cool as Christina's. <laughs> and that is basically just a rehash. Uh, they used to do on Earth Day week what was called Tiffin Talks. And Joe Rohde himself, Mr. Animal Kingdom, would, you know, for a fairly significant fee and lunch at Tiffin's, you could sit at a big table with Joe Rohde and he'll tell you stories about the Animal Kingdom while you're eating at Tiffin's, which I think is a very good restaurant, but it's quite expensive. But it's very good. Um, and I would love to see them do that. I mean, obviously, Joe Rohde since retired and, you know, they've, uh, you know, other people are in charge, but... If it's keepers at the from the zoo, if it's conservationists who are actually, you know, in the field and they brought them in to talk about what they're doing and, you know, maybe they're studying jaguars in the Amazon or bird life in the Himalayas, whatever. Um, I think that would be a fun way to um, to incorporate conservation and caring for animals and they could raise money. You know, the proceeds could go to whatever conservation you want to send it to. Um, but I think they should bring back Tiffin Talks. It just wouldn't be Joe Rody anymore. You'd have to come up with somebody else. And by the way, Disney, if you want to fly me down to Disney, I'd be happy to have lunch with all these people <laughs> for a week. I'll be happy to do it. So feel free to uh, reach out to me. Um, uh, it's jumboeveryone at gmail.com. Anyway, um, but Christina had a very good idea, and I'm going to let her uh, give that one up. I have more than one. I think they should add to the Caring for Giants tours. Oh, that's a good one. I know they just have two, but it's certainly something they can improve on, and it's kind of like what you were just talking about. We did the elephant one, and mm-hmm. it was fascinating. They talked about everything in the conservation, even how they're trying to keep using sounds of bees to keep elephants out of farming right. areas and things like that. So we, we got to learn in-depth about elephants and elephant conservation, and, I mean, for Earth Day, what better day than to add another one i would like giraffes well that's the obvious giant (laughs) that's still left on the savannah that they could do elephants rhinos and giraffes yeah um but you know i'm i i think it would earth day lens to reveals like that adding these new tours and um it wasn't too expensive. It was actually very reasonable, if I remember right. You are you you remember correctly. It was only like forty bucks or something like that, and it was like an hour. They would take you in a bus. They would take you the behind the you go behind the uh, elephant exhibit. You would actually get to see the barn a little bit. 
The Rhino one, I think, is a little bit more expensive, but you actually get to go into the Rhino barn and even pet a Rhino. They wow. let you put your hands on a Rhino, wow. which I would love to do. Rhinos are one of my favorites in all of the, uh, the animal kingdom, and that, I don't mean the park. I mean in general. Um, I love Rhinos. And so I would love to do that. We When I went last time to Disney, it was booked so far in advance. I could I mean, it was like months in advance. So if you well, book we it, know, we know. yeah, reach out to them, you know, book it ahead of time, well ahead of time. The one with the elephants was you just show up on that day and sign up for it. At least we did. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. They it was did, fairly new when we did it. That is true. And it wasn't well advertised. Also it true. Happened to be waiting for a friend of me with us to go on the safari ride and the booth was right there so we started talking to them but other than that we wouldn't have known i don't think true also the the elephant one or at least when we were doing it i'm not sure if that's still true or not was there was multiple times a day yes the rhino was like twice a week what yeah it wasn't every day and it was only once so i mean you actually go into the rhino barn and it was a little bit more in depth okay so it was but i, mean, I th- just don't want that kind of exposure for the animal itself i believe that's we true we're at a very we were at a distance. Yeah, you're not elephants, petting any elephants. So, no. But <laughs> uh, the giraffe one, and one thing they could easily do with the giraffe one, and I know you're going to, is feed the giraffes. <laughs> um, I've done it. I've done it in a couple of different places. Yes. Um, it's pretty cool. I know you like it. I've, yeah. I've so, fed lots of giraffes. <laughs> yeah, there are many zoos in, in, the, in the country that have like certain times or whatever, and they basically give you just basically a large piece of lettuce and the giraffe will come up and, and take it right from your hand. Um, it's really kind of cool. And uh, so you could easily incorporate that into a caring for giants behind the scenes thing Absolutely. with giraffe. Now, um, you said you had more than one idea. I'll let you do the other one then. <laughs> so I know they have a special Earth Day badge for the wilderness impl- explorers, right? but it really is a hit. And I don't think that. Disney is tapping into what a big hit Wilderness Explorers is for kids. And I think for that week that they're doing, they're celebrating Earth Day, they should turn Rafiki's Planet Watch into the Wilderness Explorers Clubhouse. And you go there and there's all these different activity stations, all conservation themed, um, where they teach you like about recycling or hike it in, hike it out. They teach you how to make like mini hydroponics. My kid did that with like a water bottle mm-hmm. and felt. Um, they just show you different things you could do to take conservation back home and have little project stations that they could. You do your sign-in in a big group down there. Like a couple times a day they do that. Maybe they have the characters you can get a ton of badges. And then I, I think also, I don't know if people know what conservation efforts or programs there are in their own area. So it'd be really cool if they had a database where they say, hey, where are you from? And they look it up and say, oh, well, you can go do, like here in this area, there's desert cleanups that you can go and help preserve the area around you, those conservation areas. And here's how you would contact those people and maybe they have like a little file and they just email it to your mom or dad or that's actually a good idea i like that i mean i think that's really actually something they could do all year long not just they could they could i mean i didn't want to make people mad by saying i would totally redo rafiki's year round (laughs) but could you imagine a club a, a wilderness explorers clubhouse like they could really go imaginative with that like what 
that kind of a clubhouse would look like. It would be playful for kids. It would draw people out there for sure. We should save this for when we do our uh, year uh, wish list because I think what they could do instead of changing Rafiki's Planet Watch is we were just talking about it you know, about 15 minutes ago, the Adventurer's Outpost where you go and meet Mickey and Minnie. Mm-hmm. They could easily redesign that. It's, it, it, there's a couple of rooms in there. They could condense the meet and greet to one room and kind of expand it out a little bit, make it, a, make it an up clubhouse. You could still have the Mickey and Minnie meet and greet in there, but also have the Wilderness Explorers Clubhouse right there on Discovery Island, right next to Flame Tree Barbecue. I think that would work. I, I mean, I think Wilderness Explorers is a huge hit for adults, for kids. Um, it really ties in the conservation message and learning and educate edu- yeah. edutainment. Edutainment. <laughs> and, um, I, I think Disney could tap into a little more and up with such a hit, you know. Well, I mean, Up is my favorite Pixar movie of all time. <laughs> um, I think Coco might be second, but the, we're di- we're digressing right now. Um, yeah, I love Up. I think it's great. And I think if they ever built like a South America uh, land, Amazon, they could easily do Up there too because obviously Paradise Falls, where they go, was in South America. I mean, they already have the bird. They have Kevin walking around. Yeah. Absolutely. They have they have Doug too. You can meet mm-hmm. uh, Doug and Russell, um, which I've done a couple of times um, as an adult. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ashamed to say. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I think I think they could. I think that would actually make some sense. I mean, you could even move. You could move Mickey and Minnie back to Rafiki's Planet Watch and do the Doug and Russell meet and greet in the Up Clubhouse at Adventures Up. See, I'm already thinking next year. We got I got to write this down so I don't forget it and come December. <laughs> I didn't mean to like send you on like <laughs> reverbing the park. But no, but I mean, that's how and, my and mind Disney is goes all the time. Trials. I don't know if you've know, if you've figured this out. They like to test their things out. So why not during you know Earth Day? You can see how it works, like at Rafiki's for that week. See how well received the uh, Wilderness Explorers Clubhouse would be. I guarantee it'd be a hit. I still think it's a fabulous idea to change the Adventures Outpost to the Wilderness Explorers Clubhouse. Have Doug and Russell <laughs> meeting there. Could have Kevin walking around. I, I just want a Wilderness Explorers Clubhouse for that week. I don't care where they put it. <laughs> no, I want I it just, all the time. I just liked it at Rafiki's because it is a very big space. There's plenty there's of space a at Rafiki's. Lot of things that already lend itself to learning about the environment to earn those badges. And I've always thought that Rafiki's needs a little bit something more to draw people out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people, myself included, that when I go to Disney World with my kids, uh, we usually hit the Animal Kingdom three or four times. We go to Rafiki's once. If there was more like a nice animal trail or this, you know, or a combination of those two instead of just sort of the drawing experience in a petting zoo, which is what it is now, um, I think they could get more people to go out there, which would be beneficial. So the, the last time I went to Rafiki's was solely because my son had to get those three badges. Right. So it was Wilderness Explorers themed. And could you imagine, like right now when you first walk in, to um, Discovery Island, that's when they've got a little booth and you just pick it up there on your way in. But, I mean, think about my son. Mm-hmm. If we had, if he had to go to Rafiki's to get his badge book, 
and to do his sign in his raw raw call i mean he that would we wouldn't be able to go anywhere else right, right he right, would right. march us straight there yeah i mean i think that would be i think that would help bring people out to Rafiki's a wilderness explorers clubhouse so it wouldn't just be for earth Day; it would be permanent but I like your idea. I like your idea for Earth Day. It's a temporary, a temporary wilderness explorers clubhouse. Well, I think that's it. Is that the, the, you have any more other ideas, or is that it? I actually, I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, then that that will be the episode for uh, today. I thank you again for listening to Radio Harambe. I'll remind you one more time to go to our T Public stores. Check out uh, my Twitter handle at Jumbo Everyone or my Instagram page, safari underscore Mike, or Dave's Instagram page, Disney's Animal Kingdom. I don't know how he scored that handle, but he did. And uh, you'll see the links to our Tee Public store. All the cool designs, including some that uh, Christina snuck on the website without telling me. <laughs> so go check them out. And like I said, all money goes to Red Panda Conservation for now. Maybe in a couple of months we'll change it to something else. I'll, I'll start thinking about what would be our next, uh, our next conservation partner. But uh, again, go check those out. And I thank you, everybody. Kwaharini and go well. Now,